Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is Trident Wargaming. Today is going to be all about that sweet, sweet hobby. It's the last hobby episode of the year. Yes, sir. That's, uh, you know, long year, a lot of work. Yeah. We always love doing these hobby episodes. Oh, yes. You know, um, I don't think we do them enough, actually, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, it's true. Well, we put it through them and throw them into the cycle, right? So uh, it's a good good time to to have one, and uh, you know, at the end of the year, go through everything, kind of what we've got going, what we got planned, oh, that kind man. of thing, right? So many, so many games. Oh, there's always so many games, I and mean, you know us, we we've got a backlog of them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what about, uh, I guess we kick it off with like some of our hobby progress, considering it is a hobby episode. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what do you, what do you got going, Bill? Oh, currently, right now, I'm trying to get my Iron Warriors ready for LVO. I've got nice. uh, a little bit of a project ahead of me. Um, by January 8th, I'm planning on having three tyrant siege terminators uh painted planning on having uh 15 additional tactical marines with bolters built and painted planning to have two javelin speeders painted two saber tanks built and painted and i think oh and a sakaran punisher with uh, heavy bolt responses painted. That's that's what I need to finish off my LVO list. That's that's a fair bit. <laughs> there's yeah, there's a there's a decent chunk um, there for sure. But it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to you know put some time into them and get them ready, especially with some of the Christmas uh, break and stuff coming up. Definitely. And yourself, sir. I know. I know you've been toiling, toiling oh, away. Oh man, <laughs> when am I not? Um, well, currently and ongoing, of course. I'm probably not going to get them all done by the end of this month. But uh, my white scars for LVO as well. I I do want to take them uh, instead of uh, my ultramarines. Just a it's a change, right? So yeah. and um. I got a, I got a bit to go. I got about probably ten jet bikes, another five outrider bikes, uh, about five speeders, Ooh. and uh, I believe a character. Yeah, one of the characters I got I got to do up. Plus, I got to switch out some some bolt guns for combi weapons and stuff like that. Right, so some small little switchovers like that too. Um, but yeah, again. Holidays coming up here. Got some time off, a couple of weeks off. So definitely going to be a big push on that time that I have. Um, of course, there's always our other stuff like BattleTech and whatnot that continuously working on. Yes, but um, 
mainly that plus I've been printing out some uh, more 3D terrain for Battletech. Um, right now it's kind of like a uh, pipeline refinery kind of uh, gig. So a lot of pipes, a lot of containers, stuff like that. So um, yeah, just getting stuff like that ready. Uh, bolt action wise, yeah, just still on the same path. Still got a couple little things to finish off. Just a matter when I get to them. <laughs> but but ultimately, yeah, scars at the moment. Just going headstrong with getting that done. Um, you know, doing a lot of custom bases with the cork and the pumice and the sand oh, and all that stuff, yeah. right? As you know, Bill, you, you do similar stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but. Um, yeah, because you, uh, you decided to switch over to your Iron Warriors. I did. Uh, just dirty bitch and just jumped over. <laughs> um, in, in all honesty, so, it was it came down to time constraints. And okay, okay. As much as I like to work under pressure, I'm the procrastinator extraordinaire. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I am too. Kudos to you. Um, <laughs> I, I I get my best work done when I'm under the gun. I, I really think I he do. Does. He um, does. Yeah. But I just I didn't want to do that to myself this time, just because you know um, work is crazy and a little bit busier, and I just really want to try and uh, you know make it not all painting all the time, right? Like. It, we are going to be coming up to some Christmas holidays. Got to mm -hmm. do the family stuff as well. And I just didn't want to make every waking moment painting. Not that I don't like it. I just wanted to relax. And the Iron Warriors are easy to paint. I know that scheme inside and out. Where I found myself still testing out colors for different units that I haven't painted before. Right. Right. So it's like, oh, I got to paint Galvor back. What? What can I do? How can I make the flames and kind of possess bits look really cool? Should I do flesh? Should I do blue? Should, it just I was like, ah, it's just so much time trying to experiment and well, really lock down the colors, right? Yeah, and that's uh, that's a thing when you're doing a new army because yeah. you have you en you envision that you know you have that thought in your head of okay, this is what I want it to look like. But then you got to wrap your head around on how am I going to get to that point? What yeah. am I going to do? What do I need? What do I have? Right? Like, because I, I I do remember like a while back, I was going to do word bearers myself, and I had painted up uh, Logar. He turned from the word, you guys. <laughs> um. Well, kind kind of sucks being you know playing space uh, Ultramarines and word bearers. I can't really go and play myself you know <laughs> it's true you can't grudge yourself <laughs> so um but ultimately like when i was painting him up and then i was painting some galvor back up there was a lot of testing with different flesh hues and you know because the demonic mutations on on them and stuff that's, and that's exactly it and then on the same time when i was doing logar like i did him in red armor with a uh, almost like a highlighted like neon yellowish green more yellow uh, glow coming from within 
his armor yeah. going up, you know, to his face, right? And uh, just trying to figure stuff out like that, if it's going to work well with what you envision. Yeah, it, it takes time. And then, of course, you know, if you don't like it, ah, you can use more time, right? And, like, even for me, with the scars, I, I said to myself, you know, every every biker, every unit is going to have a different, completely different design on them, right? With with all the red markings and stuff on their bikes and speeders and this and that. And I have I have ideas of what I want, and it's a matter of getting through it. And it's just, like, there's a lot of times where, yeah, it's time-consuming because you're just like, okay, well this bike is pretty much cocooned in tape <laughs> and uh, yeah. for, for, you know, not even two minutes of spraying. Um, but it's been turning out. So like I, I got a kind of down pat on my process for it. Um, but now at the same time, because I do have the, the decals, um, now I get to see where I can place some of this stuff and, make stuff complete like that'll be like the finishing touch yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's uh it was the same thing with my ultramarines when i was hammering down to get them ready for lvo the 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 decals were just that finishing touch right at the end where it's like okay these are the symbols i have to work with this is what i need to do yeah. it bam, seals bam, bam. it all it makes it oh yeah. it does the finished thing does. and the beautiful thing is with your armies, and, and I can say this goes with all armies, you know, if, if you like to bust out armies and pump them out and get them to a point where they're ready to go tabletop and you're happy with what they look like, but you want to go back and touch them up a little bit, you can, right? Like, I was, I was starting to do that with my Ultramarines, kind of making them look a little bit more grittier with the, the AK enamel wash. Yeah, and to, like tone them down because sometimes it's funny because in some pictures they look nuclear. It's it's pretty all, crazy. All about that but, lighting. Yeah, well, it is right. It is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like hobby wise for that, you can always, you can always revisit your old armies and touch them up, you know. So it's true. It's true. I know sidetrack but i've been thinking about going through my space wolves and redoing all the faces oh and we know you love doing faces yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, but i've been i've been learning i've been uh cracking the code as it were yeah um, between you know talking to some of the boys online and picking up uh that scale 75 flesh set and then even watching that warhammer plus um, when she shows the different ways to paint the face and how to get the kind of cold hues or warm tones. And I hmm. actually, I do recommend checking that out too, if you, uh, are on the fence or if you, you know, are thinking of signing up or just subscribing to it, check it out. Cause it's, uh, it's worth it. The masterclass has some cool stuff. I still haven't checked it out to be honest. You know, you're missing out son. I know. <laughs> I'm missing out a lot. <laughs> when you come over next time, we'll, uh, we'll watch some yeah. Angels of Death and you'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, for sure. For so, sure. Um, I know earlier there you were talking about all the different projects for the different systems. 
Um, a big one. It's like the sleeping giant right now, and I know Dan will be happy to hear this, but Titanicus. Yeah. I've got so much damn Titanicus to build and paint and get ready for what can only be known as like Titan Palooza of 2022. It's going to be uh it's going to be off the chain, I think. That um that system, I think uh definitely for us next year is going to explode. Like it's already slowly taking off. Yeah. Um, again, like you said, like Dan is just totally into it, yeah, which is fun. cool. It, it, that it's awesome. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to put much, uh, you know, time to even looking into it just because I'm busy with all the other stuff. But next year is definitely going to be um, that time of okay. Let me sink my teeth into this. And let's let's start playing. Let's get some games going with the boys, you know, with Alex and Dan and yeah, and all the other guys who want to jump in because we we do have a fair bit of guys in the community that there play are. It. Well, we got okay, you know, let's let's shout it out. We got Josh, we yep. got uh, Stephen, we've got Mackenzie, Jason Stevens. Uh oh man, Brady, Brady, yep. Yeah. Oh gosh, uh, Armin. <laughs> Yeah, there are four of us. Yeah, yeah. So that's, it's just, that's already that's already ten. Yeah, there's a there's a crew. Norman, I know, was jumping in, getting some of his stuff ready. Um, yep. Tons of different people online, right? And that's nice because that's the I think one of the coolest things with a hobby group slash community is you're only you know you're having fun if you're playing the game, but let's be real, if like you know if your boys and girls and all the crew are coming out and playing the game uh everybody's having a lot more fun oh hell yeah right like hell it's yeah. just it's and it's such good. a smooth game right yeah like the game itself like only really playing it once and then checking it out a few times yeah it, it's already you can tell already that it's a, it's a well designed smooth game and uh it is after hearing after hearing about some of the stuff with like Dan or tons of explosions like in yeah. the game it's like huh, okay cool this isn't going to be a five hour game this is going to be a hour and a half game but it's going to be fun you know it plays um, fast it's really cool i know the first time i played uh with the guys like i had like rubber banding from BattleTech. oh <laughs> like there there was there was some similar not the same but similar kind of rules the way like some of the mechanics were and i just found it was like a faster version right less detailed i think we were talking about this earlier and even i know i was talking to brady about it but like you know comparing BattleTech to D D versus you know uh titanicus is more like a i don't know a quicker it's, it's... a quicker faster game so if you're comparing the two, um, like BattleTech is definitely an older rule set, yeah, uh, hands hands down, a gazillion details to the game, right? As much and as little as you want. Whereas you know uh, Titanicus, it's an up to date version, yeah, of the game of, of you know of big stompy robots kind of game, right? Yeah. 
um, which, but it has its own flair, which is, is, is awesome. You know, you, you have your weapon systems, you're still rolling the hit, you have movement. Um, of course it's in the, tr in the traditional, you know, uh, tape measuring distance kind of, uh, gaming compared to the hex movement and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you, you have, you know, your reactor and stuff like that is comparable to your heat in Battletech, right? And your weapon systems obviously come across the same kind of thing. And then, and then like your armor and your criticals, it's, they're very similar because both games have it. And then both games have, um, things that happen, like results that happen to you when you get hit, when you take structural damage, you know, it affects this, it affects that. Right. Um, so there's a lot of similarities to that. Now with Titanicus, Titanicus has a lot of, um, intricate little orders, commands that you can do. And it, it changes things for your, what your unit can do or what your, your Titan can do kind of thing. Right. Um, where as in Battletech, there really isn't that except for, you know, you, you pretty much decide what you, where you're moving and what you want to fire and so on and so forth. But it's, it's, yeah, it's an updated clean, um, and time efficient, you know, rule set. Yeah. It really is. In, in, in my opinion, at least, I mean, I don't know if guys agree or disagree, but, um, it's definitely, definitely an interesting game. I'm glad I have both, yeah. you know, well, different uh, systems for different things too, right? Like, yeah, like, I mean, Battletech's ingrained into me, but Titanicus, you know, we never got to play really got to play like Epic. No way back when um so this is kind of nice that it's all here like no it's not epic but it's titans right yeah um so it, it's yeah it's it's definitely gonna be a fun and exciting and fresh uh horus heresy setting system for us to jump into in 2022 right yeah and i think that's the biggest thing I find myself, you know, having the appeal is, is it is a heresy game. There is the uh, connection to the lore, and you're able to, uh, you know, align yourself, you know, for the emperor or the war master. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, kind of continue on, right? Like we've been playing tabletop heresy for a while, and now that we can kind of translate over to Titanicus, and you know, still get a lot of good games in and play with the same you know the usual crowd and some new faces it's it's a lot of fun i'm looking well, forward to that it, it is and hobby time like um because there's there is a lot of times we haven't done it recently but there's a lot of times where we do sunday night um you know get togethers on discord it's true for the heresy group there yeah um i think it'd be really refreshing to work on that kind of stuff as well and, and people showing off their stuff and a lot of guys have stuff painted, right? So yes, um, That's it, it is pretty cool. I it'll be one of those games again where we have stuff painted before we even really start playing. Yeah, which which has not happened to us, you know. Like I'm gonna say, I don't know, 
For an age. Seven, seven <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eons ago. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, seven or eight years ago, maybe maybe ten years ago, you know, we were at a state where it was games first. Right? Oh yeah. Play first. Get your models built, play first. But times have changed. Um exactly. but hobby wise hobby wise the game, like uh, they have enough beautiful miniatures out there. And they're always coming out with a few more here and there or extra little kits to upgrade your current ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to see. It's it's going to be cool to see what everybody goes with because I've already we already know there's a couple guys already doing multiple legios. Yeah, it's that's the cool thing is watching multiple legios from loyalists and trader sides come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a trader snob. Right, I'm still sticking with Kratos. He uh, is. That's just how I roll. But uh, you know, I'll have enough knights and titans. Well, no, no knights, but enough titans that uh, yeah, I can play some big games. You know, three to five yeah. k for some serious, serious uh, throwdowns. And and even as bids, Bill says he's uh you know a, a trader snob. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of want to have both sides but i end up always kind of going more loyalist myself right yeah um which balances it out <laughs> it's true um but yeah there's just there's a lot of options especially with these two new books right yes. trader and loyalist books and it, it the colors are, are pretty neat and and then of course mutations and stuff like that but uh that will bring a definitely definitely bring uh an appeal to the hobby aspect of the game as well. Mm-hmm. I already know. I know Dan's been doing some conversions, oh, which is yeah. cool. Which is pretty cool. Um, also, continuing with like Titanicus next year, because again, I know when I have a feeling that it's just going to take off. You know, as much printing as I've been doing with BattleTech. Uh, I was definitely going to have to ramp up and start trying to get tables and stuff done for that game too. Mm-hmm. Right. Get enough terrain, nice terrain. We have a whole bunch of plastic kits. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's files out there for 3D printing stuff. So it's true. Make some beautiful pieces. You know. Very but, true, very true. Yeah. Overall, that's going to be a fun one. Well, Very so, excited. Oh, yeah. What else we got? Else? Oh, we've got... Okay. Uh, Battletech. That's sweet, sweet Battletech. Uh-huh. So, we've got some game action happening soon. Yes. In the world of Battletech. And there's going to be a throwdown. I'm probably rocking my Clan Jade Falcon. Just because there's no way in hell I'm going to end up getting my uh, Grey Death Legion all uh, painted up in time. House Liao is still on the table. They're still going to be around. Uh, Got to represent. I want uh-huh. these, these swine all throughout the Inner Sphere know who the real powerhouse <laughs> is. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to busting them out and getting all my... Uh, Getting all my kicks in while I can, you know. It's going to be a lot of fun. Especially using a lot of the new painted mechs. Oh, yes. 
been having a lot of fun painting painting and um battle mechs and actually have gotten a fair bit painted since we started getting these mechs yeah um like i you know my clan wolf my Lear and commonwealth a couple of wolf dragoons of course the somerset strikers mm-hmm. and uh i'm hoping for for this upcoming game i can get some free worlds league mechs oh, done my up goodness I'm excited to play paint purple. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see we'll see where we we'll get at this week with that. Um, but no uh, no promises. <laughs> I might have to rely on one of the other painted factions. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, really, it's just continuously hammering hammering those mechs out finding what clan or what company that you want to do and checking out like the battle values and stuff like that and building little armies right which is nice because it's one of those games where it doesn't take much you know what i mean no it doesn't you can easily just tittle and tinker on your phone it's essentially like i know the site i use is almost like a battle scribe we can kind yep. of, you know, build your lance and or star. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, alter your gunnery pilot skill and stuff. And it helps. It's nice to kind of yep. know where you're at. And, you know, um, uh, the hype for it has, has been real as well. I mean, every, most people have probably seen it now out there, right, where it used to be um, a not-too-well-known game. But even locally, with our group of our friends and, and players here in our community, everybody's been hammering down on painting. Yeah. Right? Like, Phil, you know, he plugs away at stuff and, like, just punches mechs out. Beautiful mechs. And um, That's true. He, That's true. You know, um, Jason Stevens, he's gotten a, whole, a few projects on the go, and I know he's just super super excited right with with mechs that he, he gets all done up and uh the availability of the catalyst game labs mechs that have been coming out trickling out it's getting a lot better um and then of course you have always have the option of the 3d printing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mechs which they are not shabby at all as long as you find the the right person printing them yeah they're very nice so there's always that right very inexpensive game to get into and then start up and play right um so it's pretty neat even though like you know the game itself mainly is you're playing on these um map sheets hex map sheets but over the last few well more than a few months but quite a few months i should say uh, I've been, I've been <laughs> in a different time, yeah. Yeah. Um, back in the Star League, um, I've just been three D printing terrain for for BattleTech, and I think He's at been, the moment been busy. I think at the moment, like 
I'm going to say I can probably set up maybe five map sheets. Right? That's crazy. So, and it, it's it's neat because the, I think it's Steel War, Steel Warrior Studios has been bringing out these uh, crazy kits. And you can buy them printed from them, of course, for a cost, or you can buy the STL like I have. Uh, files and um, yeah they have a, a lot of cool looking different style kind of battlefields from anywhere from like Trinity City to desert hills or grasslands to there's even like an aerospace uh, runway kind of drag strip airport kind of thing you know uh, you've got factories you've got uh, nuclear power plants and uh, pipelines and stuff like that refineries um, there's even like um, forward bases and stuff like that rivers so they, they really put a, a good amount of work and detail and the prints I'm telling you hobby wise like from that point of view I know some 3d printing can be a pain in the ass but these uh, files that they make, they literally say no supports required. And I'm telling you right now, no supports are required. Like they've honed down these 3D print files to the point where you literally plug them in. As long as your printer's set, print, go. And it's it's awesome. Like super awesome. So... Uh, there's that option, you know, if you're looking at that. The interesting thing is is when, because um, we haven't really played with the terrain. No. So it's going to be interesting to see how it acts in the game, how it's different compared to just the sheet, right? Um, so it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be good. And it'll bring, it will bring that next level to it as well. You know, having the 3D mech on the table going through, you know, the cityscape of Trinity City kind of thing. You you have that feel of of how big these mechs are compared to buildings and you know, stuff like that, right? So I know I'm always excited about it. Anytime I print something off like ooh. <laughs> Pull out some of the painted mechs, set it up, show pictures to the boys, you know. Yeah. So, well, I'm definitely looking forward to playing with some of the uh, terrain and kind of getting through, because um, there's another little set of rules for that stuff too. Yeah, it should yeah. be it should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah, because we will we'll be doing that. Plus, we'll be um, I, th I actually have to bring that up in the discussion, but uh, you should probably figure out. Um, going to try some missions oh yeah yeah right so yeah but yeah that's i think that was pretty much just of it for bottle tech <laughs> yeah no definitely i know uh next topic here we've got some bolt action kicking off i know mm -hmm. i'm actually coming this week i'm uh gonna make the trek so Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I got to uh, put that call out. Uh, 
for for uh, the guys to come down to play. I'm sure there's going to be a few of them coming down already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 been so far so good. Uh, you know, guys have been trickling in playing. Um, it's nice to see you guys are still dedicated to to actually getting some games, even though you know we're we are where we are. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm hoping, uh, especially especially in the new year, you know, after LVO is done, after that commitment of of getting that um, getting the army completely done and and having LVO, LVO done with. Uh, can start to really concentrate a little bit more, not only on the hobby aspect of the game of building armies and painting and stuff like that, but there's also the other hobby aspect of the game, especially if you are a um, content or you know team leader uh, in the community. Yep. As as a lot of us are, um, is trying to trying to um, bring that community up one step. You know, I have I've had plans for a while to generate some kind of campaign or generate some kind of events um, for whatever games that I'm in. You know, and, and help out with a crew. You know, a, a min team for heresy or or whatever. Right. So I, I'm hoping that hobby aspect, because I know I do a lot of background details with, you know, visual stuff for, for the systems and maps and this and that, you know, that brings another aspect to the hobby of uh, integrating people actually into that universe yeah. of what you're playing, right? And bringing hype. Not to and mention, I think, you bust out, you know, uh, all the thumbnails for podcast yeah. channel <laughs> yeah there's and there's some work to do there too for for next season so um but even you know even still like it's a little bit of work but it is very satisfying when it's done mm-hmm. and and people actually appreciate it you know as you're doing it and it's nice to get that feeling you know people kind of just are blown away like holy smokes this is awesome you know yeah so so in, in a hobby terms like that aspect of it like you might not think it's part of your hobby but if you are one of those individuals that you know kind of leads the community it is right that's part of it it's, it's part of uh the art the artwork pretty much of <laughs> the background you know so, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's there's a lot of people that have great ideas out there for that stuff. So, no, it's it's awesome. Been doing it. We've been doing it for quite a few years now. So yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, but yeah, for uh, you know other projects for like Vault Action, you know, um, I know myself and Jason have been really talking back and forth. Uh, we've been talking about the whole Stalingrad thing for a long, long time. Um, we finally started actually doing some missions and setting up the actual uh, map tables that they have for scenarios specifically. 
which means more terrain and different terrain. And I know Jason, he mentioned on the last bolt action uh, episode, he's gotten a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of MDF terrain. And it's an, it's insane. And I think one of my things for next year is to start to get a lot more of that done as well. You know, because uh, I know you and myself there, Bill, we were talking about terrain before. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, as much, as many armies as we have in miniatures, there is a large comparable size of terrain um, that needs to be worked on. And, and uh, yeah, also like, <laughs> also kind of brought into the fold, right? If you've ever seen the Instagram pictures, you know. <laughs> you know, it's not a closet of shame, it's a storage room of shame. Pretty much. But at least it's organized, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um you know, as much as much like uh futuristic and forty K, thirty K Titanic is kind of terrain that you have. Yeah. You know, I I have a I've got enough miniatures, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but trying to get more terrain for specifically for bolt action. Like I have some that I need to work on. Um, but trying to get more to to actually get tables, you know, uh, set up and have options and like you know, come over to your place and and we have different kind of tables that we can use or terrain to have matches or whatever, right? To fit fit the uh, setting would be uh would be excellent and it's a little different it's a little bit different because you don't really have a lot of plastic kits no for bolt action um it's a lot of homemade and or um you know you get them from these uh other places for mdf like series of precision and foreground and um stuff like that right so um they can be pricey, just as much as the plastic kits, but uh, they're a little bit more delicate. So, storage and handling and uh, stuff like that. So, but hobby-wise, yeah, that's. Um, I think that's a big ticket for next year too. Terrain for sure. Yeah, it's it's on the docket. There's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of. <laughs> man hours sitting in those totes mm-hmm. but it's also fun right like terrain terrain can be a really good palette cleanser in terms of uh taking a break from building even painting um, oh yeah terrain lets you really like cheat and there's a lot of ways you can cover up mistakes and even you know just cut a lot of corners and yet the quality of your paint job won't diminish at all yeah honestly um at the time you know there was some time that we were working on terrain um and i remember spending like i don't know it was like three weeks to a month working on that uh dark angels um fortress of redemption Fort yeah, exactly. And ultimately, in the end, it let me try out some different 
techniques. Uh, it was the first time I ever really tried doing that whole glow effect with like lights. Yeah. And it, it ultimately, it, it turned out really, really well. Now a little history with that kit is it's probably been, it probably was sitting in a box collecting dust yeah. at our local shop for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, more. it was, if not more. So it was finally at that point of like, you know what, you know, I want to take on a big project. This is when I had some time off, um, a couple of years ago and, um, yeah, I just plugged away at it and it let me challenge myself and it let me try different things and, and play around with the airbrush and, and stuff, which was awesome because once that was done, it was very satisfying to uh, have it out. I think I have it on my Instagram. We might even have it on ours, uh, Trident's as well. Um, but that doing that allowed me to work on... Uh, I think it was a, a void shield generator or something like that mm-hmm. that Dan has. And again, it just kind of upped my game on terrain. It was fun. Um, and it, like you said, a palette cleanser and little things happen and you're like, eh, that's okay. <laughs> Fix it up. Yeah. Go. It's but, the ultimate Bob Ross experience for real. Yeah, it's it's fun to do. It's fun to do. It's fun to get away. You have large surfaces that you can work with, you know, um, just stuff like that. And you don't have to really go and highlight stuff because ultimately you want your models really to be concentrated on and the terrain is just kind of in the background. It it, it is, I think, to expand on that, like, your terrain should look good, but it shouldn't compete with the models on the board for attention. Yeah. So. Yeah. The only the only exception to that is if you're doing this huge, large scale, you know, epic, like Siege of Terra. Yeah. Event where this is terrain that comes out like maybe twice a year. And when it does come out, it's for like a large event and people are blown away by it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's that stuff. And, and you can put as much detail as you want into your terrain. And no one, no one's saying that, you know, you should or shouldn't. But ultimately, it's should be fun to do. Yeah. You know? Um, so, and I know, I know I got a whole bunch of trees to do. Oh, um, yeah. There's uh, a whole bunch of product products that I had bought in um, a couple of videos out there that I checked out to, to how to do this stuff. I still got to get more product to, to actually start creating that, but uh, having trees for bolt action and just it's, it's good scatter terrain. It's good. Uh, it makes the feel look really good mm-hmm. and comes alive. Right. So, so yeah, lots of, lots of terrain. Lots of happenings for that. Um, probably, oh, besides bolt action terrain, I'm sure there'll be some Necromunda stuff too. Yeah, I think Necromunda will definitely be on the docket. I know 40k is already on the radar for me. Oh, yes. For me, 
I'm yeah. I'm going to Kari. I've had the models sitting new on Sprue, a full army of them for oh god, like over <laughs> a year, no lie. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jukari was all all the hype and super OP and broken, and I was like, well, sure as shit ain't gonna play them now, right? Like I'm gonna wait. And then they've been, you know, tweaked twice, and they're finding more stuff they got to tweak, and now it's like, okay, well, whatever. Forget it. I'll just jump in and play and just roll the punches, right? Like, yeah, I've always wanted to play them. I just, you know, I don't like being that guy. Like, flavor of the month is not what I like to do. I like to, you know, stick with something and play it because I like it. So, yeah. But I figured, yeah, exactly. now is the time. The models are begging to be built and painted and i'm looking so i'm looking forward to something with nice like body lines and different armor like i've been playing and painting space marines power armor for well over like 10 12 years yeah it's so. uh again power cleanser mm-hmm. but Orcs. Takes you out of that comfort zone too, right? Well, it does. Orcs have been fun and they're gritty, but I'm trying to do the Dark Eldar where I want them to be a little cleaner and, you know, really look really look at alien, right? To make them stand out, so. Yeah. It's funny because uh, we decided, like, we split a couple boxes here and there and I ended up grabbing the Sisters of Battle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um never played them before you know there's always uh, a whole bunch of us were always like yeah i would like to play them but pewter miniatures at the time right and uh now that all these plastic kits have come out it's just like yep doing it yeah so twist my rubber arm well i mean <laughs> from playing imperial guard playing space marines um like chaos space marines way back when yeah you know, uh, played orcs and um, still love playing and, and collecting space marines. But I figured, well, why not? Right? Like, yeah, next step. Um, let's, let's, let's do the Sisters of Battle. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of faces to try to paint and stuff like that, which is good for me because it's practice as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, really, if I wanted to just change it up and do something quick, I, I have Necrons as well. That's true. Right, which is another army I never really played. So I got those two. Of course, the Marines are in the background, depending on what chapter I finally pull the trigger on. Yeah, we're um, in a, we've got Beta Marines ready to go here and... Monty is exactly. trying to figure out what side of the beta conflict he's on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I had a hard time with some of the chapters in that, but yeah. Um, and then of course I have demons as well. So this is yeah. I almost forgot. About if I those. if I want to, and, and here's the thing: is I have like my Tazinch demons are are pretty much almost all painted. I have like a few other kits to paint up. Um, but I have Nurgle, I have Slanish, I have Corn, and I have an abundance of these miniatures. So, you know, at any time I want to go play or paint some kind of fleshy miniature because it's all 
pretty much muscle and sinew with with those guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. And different. The nice thing is it's different uh, hues and different colors for for demons. So if I really want to spice something up, I can just go and switch over to them too, right? But yeah, I don't know. There's uh, a lot of options. Uh, be a lot of entertaining and um, you know involving learning the game again as well. Um, but hobby wise, a lot of miniatures to to play around with, convert, come up with, you know, and and see how they fit in to the to the game in in its edition at the moment. Yeah. And then, um, and of course, there's more coming out with all these little tidbits that we've seen. What is it? Uh, is it Chaos and Elder or something like that? Yeah, it looks like some Chaos Space Marines will be coming out. Tau's coming. Eldar's coming. Eldar's been a long time in the making, I'm sure, because... I wonder how much is coming out for Eldar. <sighs> I can see a complete... Or Eldari, a, yeah. whatever they call it. Probably a whole range, like, revamp. I think they'll get everything. So Ted's in trouble. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Cut your wallets, friends, because it's going down. Yeah, I don't know. After after playing Space Marines, uh, you know, in the hobby and and like different chapters or legions and like converting and painting up, it's the nice thing with 40k hobby wise is there is a huge selection of Xeno races. Yeah. Right. So, you know, hey, if you like that anime mecha kind of style, Tau is probably for you. You know, um, orcs, there's so many wicked looking different miniatures now. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. But again, that might be for you, right? So, uh, Tyranids, Necrons, yeah. Totally, totally different kind of aspect of the spectrum there. But, Lots of lots of stuff next year. A lot of hobby projects for sure. Yep. Um, and we're probably going to be doing a lot of learning <laughs> next yes. year to share with you guys too. Right. Yeah. There's going to be a whole bunch of new stuff. Like the new year, it, it's coming up quick. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll just yeah, new year, new systems. Going to try some new painting techniques. Gonna try and you know push the boundaries a little bit with uh, color palette and really yeah. have fun with uh, really have fun with it. So definitely stay tuned that's, for that stuff. And that's one thing uh, I definitely gotta sit down with you and kind of go through some of that stuff. You know, with the uh, the color wheel and and just kind of the theories on some of the stuff and like. Because I know you've been doing like a lot of glazing and stuff lately too. Yeah, I've been trying to practice that. You know, and uh, here's a thing actually that kind of came up is, you know, like I've been using that AK interactive enamel. Mm -hmm. It's, I found that I've been really relying on that a lot and I'm not really doing a whole bunch of uh, highlights and or um, 
layering and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So it, it's, I think it's one of those kind of one of those habits I'm going to have to try to break just to get back to trying to improve the actual paint, you know, painting techniques and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Stuff looks good. Looks great. I'm ha- very, very happy with it. Yeah. But I always do want to, I do want to try to up my game a little bit each time, right? Well, that's the thing. And, it's uh, it's a good tool to have in the belt for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, adding, I like the washes like that because it adds a filter to your model. Um, I have been experimenting with contrast and using the flow improver, mixing it with the skeletal horde and like a small drop or two of the basilicanum gray and just washing over my models. And, you know, sometimes it's like three to one, four to one with float improver to really kind of, you know, thin it out. But it does add that small filter where I can get it done quick. I don't have to hand paint the, you know, enamel on. I don't have to airbrush it or clean it up with the spirits. And I kind of like having the flexibility of going back and forth. Right. Depending on, you know, the look you're going for. And uh, it's definitely, yeah, there's lots of little goodies and tips and little tricks out there that we can keep exploring keep looking at you know i'm gonna try and um jump onto some lessons online as well just to really try and push you know push myself a little bit and see uh see where it goes definitely nice Mm -hmm. um year end video my friends on the 29th uh you will not want to miss that uh that i would definitely suggest tuning into on the youtube though um you can still listen obviously on any of your podcast um channels or you know any of the podcast uh platforms but uh youtube is where we're gonna actually have all of our pictures year in review of all the different projects we've gotten done this year um and uh you know it'll be a little slideshow on there so you'll appreciate it more on on youtube that is so yeah definitely and we definitely have taken a lot of pictures oh so. yeah <laughs> yeah it's been awesome so yeah it should be a gooder but uh yeah i think that kind of rounds up the, the last hobby episode for 2021 feels so weird to say but yeah (laughs) gone pretty uh pretty quick yeah but nice well excellent yeah thanks for tuning in everybody and we will catch you next time see you